does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. We're glad you're with us. We have a lot of basketball to talk about, high school and college coming up. We'll talk about a lot of great college games. Right now, though, here's the reason why you all listen to the show. Certainly not me. It's to get all those scores, and we have the best at who does it. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. All right, Coach, great to be with you and Nathaniel Finch, and let's get right to it. Plenty of high school scores on the way, but it was as busy as it gets in college basketball this afternoon and evening, and let's start there. First, the Indiana Hoosiers fall to number 10 Illinois on the road, 70-62. to IU is 12-8, and 4-5 and five in the Big Ten, but the issue again, three-point shooting and free-throw shooting. IU did not make a triple, and they missed 10 free-throws in the game. Indiana falling to number 10 Illinois. Next up for the Hoosiers, they'll host Iowa on the 30th. As for the Butler Bulldogs, literally surviving in a game that had everything at Hinkle Fieldhouse, beating longtime Big East rival Villanova 88-81 double OT required. Boy, was that a spectacular game at Hinkle. Eric Dixon for Villanova, superb. He had 28 points but also, D.J. Davis dropped 28. The only thing, Davis, all 28 of those points came after the first half. He went scoreless in the opening 20. Jamil Telfer, 22 points and 11 rebounds on the day for Butler, who is 14 and 17. How about for Ball State? Cardinals get a good one, 81-71 over Northern Illinois. The Cardinals now 11-9 on the campaign. Much-needed W for the Evansville Purple Aces, beating Illinois State 58-54. Yassine Toomey was 17 for David Ragland's crew. Boston College started the day with a victory over Notre Dame 61-58. The Indiana State Sycamores with a crucial win in the Missouri Valley. It keeps the Sycamores atop the Valley 95-86 in overtime. Indiana State is 18-3 after the win against Bradley. All five starters for the Sycamores were in double digits. Nobody better than Ryan Conwell, who had 22. Valparaiso dropped today's game to Missouri State 81-70. And a reminder, coming up tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock, it's number two Purdue on the road against the always stingy Rutgers Scarlet Knights should be a good one in New Jersey tomorrow. To NAIA and Division Three scores, WVU Tech knocked off Indiana Southeast today 90-75. It was cornerstone over Indiana Tech 98-76. Indiana Wesleyan picked up the W over Huntington. High scoring 93-91 was the final. It was Bethel 91, Goshen 58 this afternoon. Grace picks up the win over Marion, 66-60. Taylor took down St. Francis, 100-74. IU Kokomo, 84. Point Park, 69 today. Calumet over Roosevelt, 69-64. It was IU South Bend, a 10-piece on Trinity Christian, 77-67. IU Northwest over St. Francis out of Illinois, 73-62. Lewis by a penny over UIndy this afternoon, 82-81. It was Franklin, 86, Defiance, 68. 
Transylvania beat Rose Holman 76-70, and Woosters edged DePaul 87-86. Let's talk about some high school basketball overtime games today. We had eight of them yesterday. Two on the boys' side, Southport over Franklin, 73-68, and Triton squeezed past North Judson, 40-33. For the girls, one overtime game to speak of, that was double OT. Griffith knocks off Bowman Academy, 43-41. As for the Pacers, what a win last night. Indiana beating Phoenix, 133-131, surviving a 62-point outburst from Devin Booker. Kevin Durant added 20, the game-winning basket by Obi Toppin. Indiana's 26-20, and they'll take on the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow at 3.30. There is a shakeup in the Pacers' Central Division. The new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks introduced today, Doc Rivers. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. College basketball today, number 10, Illinois, beats IU 72-60 to from the IU Sports Network. John Herrick joins me. John, thanks for the call. Tough day for the Hoosiers. Uh, did not shoot it well. Not a great start. Played, uh, played well at certain times, but uh, just a, a disappointing day on the road. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bob. I don't know how many games you're going to win when you don't make a three-point shot. Um, you know, Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's the first time since 2010, which I think was Tom Crean's second year, that Indiana did, lost a game without making a three-point shot. So that just gives it, uh, you an idea of how long it's been. And then the other problem is uh, you can't miss ten free throws. Um, so right, you can't right. go 12 or 22 at the line and. And I understand that Xavier Johnson missed five of them and Malik missed four of them. And the other side of the coin is, well, are you even in the game without Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson? No, you're not. But then on the other hand, it's like you got to make your free throws, especially if you want to win a hard-fought game on the road against Illinois. So um, one thing that's been at least good during this time is that Indiana has started fast. I mean, even when they've come off a rough performance, they've figured out a way to start quick. They did that in the first half, and then after Illinois got the better of them at the end of the first half, they came out and started much better in the second half and outscored them 15-4. to mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, Illinois is the 10th-ranked team in the country for a reason. They're going to fight back and make a run, and that's exactly what they did. Um, so, you know, Indiana uh, faced a, a, a tough challenge today. Clearly, over the eight-day layoff, they came out, you know, refreshed and and ready to right, play, right. Um, but it's hard to win without Khalil Ware. He was out again with an injury, and then Malik Renew yeah. fouls out of the game with three minutes to go, and you lose your leading scorer. You know, so again, a lot of adversity being fl- thrown at this team, and then also a lot of things they've got to clean up too. Yeah, they need to clean up a bunch. Number one, I think today might have been the foul issue on some of your frontliners. You know, Renew doesn't get to play much because he's in foul trouble. Uh, and they were victimized. Not you know, your depth situations hurt because of uh, where's not playing. And then you hurt yourself with fouls. That did not help them at all. No, and, and then it's, it's tough because Illinois has got – uh, really good guard play, um, and and they you know Domas Marcus Domas just absolutely you know torched Indiana when they needed right. a big shot. Right. Coleman Hawkins caused a lot of problems uh, for the Hoosiers uh, underneath, but this is an Illinois team that has scored over ninety several times this year, and this then the defense while it had its issues at times when guys didn't communicate properly or somebody didn't get over on help side defense quick enough, Illinois would score. 
but you held a pretty good offense today to only 70 points. So at least the defensive effort was better. um, And I felt like the overall play was, was better. uh, And the shot selection was pretty good. Just a lot of shots weren't dropping. So you got to turn your attention to Iowa uh, on Tuesday night. Um, Iowa's never easy. And, and, you know, but that's, uh, you got to figure out a way to stop this losing skid because uh, you don't need this thing spiraling any more than it already has. John Herrick from the IU Sports Network. IU on the road losing to Illinois today, 72-60 the final, as John pointed out, headed to Iowa on uh, Tuesday. John, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I know you've had a long day. I appreciate the phone call. Not a problem. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Ball State uh, with a picking up a win today. David Ehod joins me. David, thanks so much for the call. Cardinals, very impressive win today. Yeah, Bob, it really was. I mean, the Cardinals on a little bit of a hot streak have won three out of their last four. Really should have been four to four out of four. Lost a heartbreaker against Miami. Uh, but today got it done. You know, had a 13-point lead at half. Got it up to 20 at the 12-minute mark, and uh, cards never make it easy. Uh, Northern Illinois battled back. <laughs> it was a six-point game with 145 left, but the Cardinals got some stops, made their free throws, and uh, all of a sudden uh, are right back in the thick of things here in the Mid-American Conference. You make it sound easy. Get some stops, make some free throws, and get a W. Oh, if it were that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, isn't that the truth? But, you know, you listen uh, to what went on in the IU game. I mean, it was kind of the opposite with the Cardinals. I mean, 8 of 17 from 3 and 23 of 26 at the foul line. So those kind of numbers are win you a lot of ball games. And, Bob, I just can't say enough about Bashir Jihad. Another really impressive day, 28 points, 14 rebounds. In his last three games, he's now averaging mm-hmm. 20, 25 points a game and wow. has made 23 of his last 25 free throws. And how about this stat, Bob? Bashir Jihad today himself drew 12 fouls wow. against wow. the Northern Illinois Huskies. So he has really, really turned himself into an all-league player. And, and for a guy that's been around – Hey, David. In yeah. there, yeah. Hey, Dave, I need you to hang on through this uh, this break, okay? Sounds good, Bob. All right, perfect. We'll come back, talk more Ball State basketball. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's dive more into high school basketball around the state of Indiana. We'll begin with Heritage Hills and their win over South Spencer, 70-47. It was Edgewood getting past Monrovia, 61-49 this evening. Demock Christian by 9 over Faith Christian, 59-50. Crown Point crushed South Bend, Washington, 85-64. It was Center Grove by a triple over Avon tonight, 56-53. Bluffton over Madison Grant, 45-38. 
Brownsburg took down McConaughey in big fashion, 82-57. Ben Davis over Crispus Attucks. That's a huge game. BD the win, 55-46. Benton Central over Fountain Central tonight, 55-45. It was Andrean having no issue with Marquette Catholic, 78-46. Alexandria, 70. Monroe Central, 52 as Belmont topped Leo by a 20-piece, 61-41. Let's head down to Evansville, where Bossy was over Terre Haute South, 63-59. Evansville Christian defeated Bloomfield, 63-54. Evansville Modern Day beat Lagodi, 57-36. And Evansville Memorial took down Boonville, 62-46. HSC topping Pendleton Heights tonight, 60-49. Lawrence Central over Anderson by a three-pointer, 65-62. Lawrence North not as close. They handled Hammond Morton, 86-48. Linton Stockton crushed North Knox, 65-31. And Mitchell by a deuce over Perry Central, 54-52. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. David Ehaw from Ball State Network joins me. Ball State, 81-71. Winners over Northern Illinois. All right, so you were giving me all the stuff on Bashir, so all the stats on Bashir. Go back and revisit this. He has a fantastic day today. Yeah, he really does, Bob, 28 and 14. And I guess the thing about Bashir is it's great to see a guy that he didn't transfer. He hung in there. Two points right. a game as a freshman, seven points a game last year, and now up to 20 points a game, turned himself into a first-team All-Mac player. And uh, he put the work in, and he's just continued to develop, get better. He's been in the system three years, and it's really paying off for him. Well, they needed this win, did they not? I mean, it's uh, it's a tough stretch. It's January. We understand um, that the, the MAC, as always, is pretty difficult. But this is an important win for the kids. I think mentally more than anything. Well, there's no question about it, particularly since it was a home game. And look, I mean, Akron at seven and zero got beat by a three and four Miami team today. So we've <laughs> talked all year about right, the parity right. in this league. So you know, <laughs> bottom line is you got to get in that top eight, get to Cleveland. Anything can happen. Big week for the Cards. They're at three and five, and they play two teams above them in Bowling Green and Western Michigan. Both at five and three, so really cards control their own destiny. David, I know you've had a long day. Thanks for taking the time to call me. David Ehoff from the Ball State Network. Cards win 81-71 over Northern Illinois. Thanks, David. Have a great week. You too, Coach. Tom Bradley from Orleans joins me. Orleans ranked number four in single A. Hey, congratulations on the big win last night, Coach. Uh, Thanks a lot, Coach. Appreciate it. Things are going well for you guys right now, are they not? You're playing good basketball. Uh, you've got a yeah. you've got a group that under you're twelve and what twelve and two. Um, that's a pretty good start now. Yeah, and we uh, we actually had our uh, game tonight against North Davies, and uh, we were able to win that, so that made us thirteen and two. So been playing pretty well. It's a seasoning group, uh, senior laden, and um, you know we've been playing really well defensively. That's been a big key for us. So the Orleans-North Davies game is one of those that is circled on the calendar, is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you get uh, Orleans, North Davies, Barreve, Lagodi, you know, right, that right. group there, 
is all in the same. You know, they've been in, we've been in the same sectional for quite a few years until North Davies uh, went up to 3A, and uh, we've developed pretty good rivalries with that whole group. Well, you know, you, you have, and I understand why. Because um, when you play those schools, when you guys play each other, uh, you ha- you have to work to be able to score. Because all of you just <laughs> yeah. guard the heck out of one another. I mean, you know, you limit North Davis to 35 today. I mean, you beat him 56-35. But still, scoring is so hard, and people don't understand. Nobody's holding the ball. Everybody's out there trying to score. It's just hard to do. Oh, yeah. You're exactly right. Uh, you know, our Bar Reeve game, the score of that was 40-37, to 37, and that was in two overtimes. You know, it's just uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a group, a group of teams that really take defense serious. And uh, you know, we got our players believe that is we play good defense, we can stay in most every game. And I think uh, those other schools believe that as well. And uh, you know, it's it's a battle, it's a big battle anytime we meet one of those other schools. All right, tell me uh, how you do this tonight, other than guarding them well. Who plays well for you tonight, Coach? Well. Well, we have a uh, junior guard, Rylan Crocker, came through tonight with um, uh, 14 points for us, had four threes. He's a, a pretty good uh, three-point shooter for us. And uh, to tell you the truth, we're really balanced, Bob. Um, we got five mm-hmm. starters that average probably between eight and 13 points. And right. uh, night in and night out, you could have you know two or three of them will get double figures. And then the next game, maybe you might have two different guys with double figures. And uh Sharing the basketball has been a, a big help for us this year, very unselfish. And so we don't have those guys, you know, you're going to see in the stats in the state averaging right. 16, 20 points. It's it's going to be right around 12 or, or 14 will be our top. And uh, I did, we just think that makes you harder to guard uh, because of that, because night in and night out we can have any one of them step up and, and get us 15. All right, so who's up next for you? Well, um, believe it or not, we go to Lagodi on Thursday night. So uh, we <laughs> okay. face another face another pretty tough one down there and uh, play at their place. And uh, last year we played them, Bob, at home, and uh, we got beat in, or we we won that game in four overtimes at wow. our place. And then uh, wow. last year, last year in the sectional, we played them in the sectional final, and we actually lost that one. Uh, I can't remember the score exactly, but it was a, it was another close one. So, uh, um, you know, we we probably can imagine it's probably going to be another close one this year when you go oh, down yeah. to Lagodi. I would think I'd be disappointed. You'd be disappointed if it weren't <laughs> Orleans, yeah. number four in single yeah. A. Orleans tonight beats North Davis fifty six thirty five. Tom Bradley, thanks, Tom. I appreciate it very much. Good luck next week. Uh, it was nice talking to you. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Thanks very much. New Albany beats Jasper tonight, 57-54. Brian Sullivan from WNAS joins me. How'd the day go? Now, you started out here. Did you start out in Franklin and and then manage to make it back to New Albany? Or how'd all that go? Yep, that's exactly. Got up this morning, drove up to to Franklin. And I don't, you know, 
I'm not sure who was doing the scheduling, but it's alumni day and defiance came in for the doubleheader with a one and 34 record between their men's and women's teams. So maybe coincidental right. scheduling, but I think everybody at uh, Franklin came away happy after that result. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that never, that never hurts. So uh, it was, uh, it was good. It was a good day for you safely arriving back in New Albany. Thank goodness. Uh, and, and watching them, it's a pretty good win now because it's a Jasper team that's been playing good basketball lately. Yeah, and I, I think what helps New Albany in this case, they've been a lot more up-tempo this year, but they have still run into teams like Seymour, like Orleans, right. that like to slow things down. They're fundamentally sound. They're very patient and, and hope to get some of those more athletic teams playing a little bit out of their element. Uh, but New Albany played that way with Coach Shannon the past couple of years. And so sure. this actually, New Albany's 7-0 and now in games decided by seven points or less. So when it gets in those tight situations, which you hope not to, but it's nice right. to see how they've been able to react in those situations. Was somebody mad at you, honking their horn at you? Was that, Did I hear that? I'm stopping for a late dinner here. I must have fans in town. I don't know. <laughs> so that's what it is. Okay. So, uh, so it, this is a, a one-possession game. Tell me, do, do we knock – please tell me we knock one down at the horn to win. Pretty close, pretty close. In fact, I've, I posted okay. the video and, and made sure to tag you all on Twitter there. New Albany led wire to wire and, and had a nine-point lead with about three and a half minutes left. And, and right. uh, Jasper made a great charge right at the end, uh, got a basket and had a free throw to take their first lead of the ball game. And that bounced out. New Albany opted not to take a timeout there with about 14 seconds left, uh, cleared it out for their best one-on-one guy, and he got to the lane scored and, and uh, got fouled, made the three-point play. And then uh, Jasper came down mm. to try to tie it. Just happened to mm-hmm. rock a foot back on the sideline mm. and step out of bounds and couldn't, couldn't get the shot off there. Wow. So, pretty good weekend now for New Albany, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's six wins in a row, 11 out of 12. And, and again, we, just, we, we seem to be about a year ahead of schedule in this rebound. We've got a really good eighth grade group coming up and, and a phenomenal right. 6'5 kid coming in and everybody was kind of looking ahead about, well, we get some of these guys. And, and I think the players <laughs> right. that are here now are like, right. hey, you know, we can play a little bit too. And so right. 13 and three, right. uh, everybody went home very happy tonight. It was homecoming at the high school. And so smiles all around on the way up. Well, I would say you deserve a good night's sleep. That's a long that's a long day for anybody. Brian a Sullivan. Long, a long day, but I tell you what, any day you get to spend with Gene White, uh, they celebrated his <laughs> 1994 right. NCAA right. tournament team, and, and that was – I always count that as quality time. I don't blame you. Brian Sullivan from WNAS. Brian, thanks. Have a great weekend. All right, Coach. We're coming back talking more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's talk some college basketball. Of course, it was the Illinois Fighting Illini skipping past IU today, 70-62 to there in Champaign. IU 12-8 and now in the season, 4-5 of in the Big Ten. Indiana did not make a three. They missed 10 free throws. Next up, Iowa 
on Tuesday. As for the Butler Bulldogs, double OT survival against Villanova, 88-81. Dogs are 14-7. They got 28 points from DJ Davis. All 28 came after the first half. For the Indiana State Sycamores, overtime also required against Bradley, a Missouri Valley battle for the top of that conference. ISU with a 95-86 victory in overtime. All five starters for ISU, Robbie Avila, Isaiah Swope, Ryan Kinewell, Jason Kent, and Julian Larry all were in double figures scoring the basketball. Ball State by a 10-piece over Northern Illinois, 81-71. It was Evansville, a good win over Illinois State in the Valley, 58-54. 17 points for Yassin Toomey today. And Valparaiso took the loss to Missouri State, 81-70. For the Pacers, the blue and gold back in action tomorrow afternoon, 3-30 against the Memphis Grizzlies. That's after Indiana beat Phoenix Last night, crazy game, 62 points for Devin Booker, another 20 for Kevin Durant. Pascal Siakam with his best game as a pacer so far. He had 31, big one tomorrow against the Grizz. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk College Basketball Today. Boston College beats Notre Dame 61-58. to Irish 101's Dr. Lynn Clark joins me. Dr. Clark, thanks so much for the call. This is a tough, tough loss, really disappointing loss. Lose a close game, game you can win, and uh, you come up short. Bob, Notre Dame had a chance to send the game into overtime after Braden Shrewsbury hit a three-pointer with .8 seconds remaining. Then the Irish came up with a steal before calling a timeout. Out of the timeout, the inbounds pass went to Keba Jai, whose three-point shot from the top of the key hit the backboard in the back of the iron. But Notre mm. Dame has now dropped four straight games. Yeah, and you know what? The frustration, you can you can sense it, can't you? Just how frustrated the kids and the coaches are because they're close. Uh, they're playing hard. Uh, and I know Mike has kind of gotten into him a little bit too, and uh, they're responding. And you just uh, one of this is one of those games that you really need to get the buy-in, reward the buy-in that the kids are giving you. Well, you mentioned it. They competed all game. The last game, they ran out of gas, but Micah Shrewsbury in the postgame said, Mm -hmm. it's like Groundhog's Mm -hmm. Day. You know, we keep repeating it over and over. The keys going into the game for Notre Dame was to win the turnover margin. They had 13 to Boston College's 12. They needed to out-rebound the Eagles. Both teams had 32 rebounds, but they needed to shoot 45% or better from the field. Notre Dame only shot 37%, and when you combine that with a slow start by Marcus Burton in the first half, he only had two points. That was the storyline in South Bend this afternoon. Yeah, that's uh, that's the – give me some other highlights. Who else plays well today for the Irish? J.R. Knezny led Notre Dame in scoring with 15 points, 13 of those coming in the first half. He had eight rebounds as well. Braden Shrewsbury did not score in the first half. All of his 14 points came in the second half, and then Marcus Burton ended the game with 10 points. So Notre Dame now is 7-13 and 13 overall, 2-7 and seven in the ACC. Mm-hmm. They begin a very tough three-game road trip that begins on Wednesday when they travel to right. Charlottesville to face Virginia, a team that they beat earlier in the season. Well, let's hope it goes better. Hope things uh, fall into place for them. So the women's team, though, a little high-profile matchup today for them, right? 
Yeah, eighty-two sixty-seven over a very good UConn team. The Irish are fourteen and four. A disappointing mm-hmm. loss the other night against Syracuse. So, so they got back on the practice floor and they worked yeah. things out. They'll be back in action next Thursday when they travel down to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech. And then we've got some football news as well. Bob is Notre Dame is expected to hire former Indiana State head football coach Trent Miles as an offensive analyst. Miles is a Terre Haute native who coached at Notre Dame under Ty Willingham. He coached the wide receivers. In the past two years, he's been down with the Brian Kelly at LSU. And then a roster change, Andrew Christoffic, who has played five seasons for the Notre Dame offense uh, on the offensive line for the Fighting Irish, he has decided to move on. He'll leave Notre Dame with two degrees. And defensive lineman Gabe Rubio, who has a lot of experience, is leaving the team for personal reasons. He has playing experience and Mm. three years of eligibility remaining, Mm -hmm. so we hope that he might be able to come back sometime. How's my my second favorite uh, men's lacrosse team doing? You know, they have really started to uh, get in practice form. They've got the addition of Tyler Buckner, right. who comes from Alabama as a quarterback. And the, the reigning national champions are looking to repeat this year. So a lot of optimism up in South Bend regarding the Notre Dame lacrosse team. You know I'm a huge Lax fan. You understand that, you know. I, hey, I, it's a great I spent a lot. I, I spent a whole bunch – Listen, my my grandson turned me into an absolute uh, lax fiend. I I, I mean, I, I watch, when it's on TV, I watch it, and uh, it's a, it's a great sport. Um, I encourage more and more people to get involved in it. Um, you got to listen. You, you you need you have to have a certain toughness about you to, to be involved in it. And uh, I think I've told you. I mean, my wife and I are watching him play, and my wife has some vision issues and. I guess for some reason it's the first time she ever saw Jack get whacked with a stick. She goes, I just don't like that they're hitting Jack with that stick. And I said, you know what? Jack can hit back. And so after the game, she comes up to him and hugs him, kisses him, and says, Jack, I just I don't like watching you get hit with those sticks. And so he's – I wish I had the expression. The expression was priceless. He looks at me and I go, you are on your own here, brother. I cannot help you. And so – No, I yeah. got the language. Right. Was he a short stick or a long stick? <laughs> He was a short stick attacker. A left let think about it. A left-handed attacker. And I'll I, I guarantee you he knew where the back he knew where the back of the net was located. I'm just telling you. You know, he graduated from Hanover, one of five guys in the program to have a combined 100 goals and assists in his career. You you tell me, did he know what he was doing? He, he knew so. what he was doing. A great yeah, sport was, and I wish it was around when I was growing up in northwest <laughs> Indiana. So thanks, Bob. Uh I do yeah. Thanks, Lynn. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Notre Dame, tough loss to Boston College, sixty one fifty eight. Uh Brendan King, what do you think? Tough matchup for your Irish. Good news, though, Trent Miles, uh, something of a, a tremendous – everyone knows Trent Miles in our state. Great success at Indiana State. He's a great football man joining the uh, Notre Dame football staff. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, good for – I mean, that just means ISU as a football program is growing and growing. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, producing not only better players, better coaches, but – yeah, um, you know, I, I do have to say, Coach, my fandom for Notre Dame basketball is definitely, uh, I don't know, with respect, waned out a little bit. I, I know for a fact the biggest super fan of ever Notre Dame basketball is the great Kevin Bowen. Right. I mean, that guy, that guy is diehard 
for Notre Dame basketball. But I know Micah's doing a great job, and he actually, Micah actually joined me in the broadcast booth last year at Four Winds Field. He uh, he came to throw really? out a first, yeah, he threw out a first pitch at a South Bend Cubs game, and uh, he joined me for an inning. So hopefully we'll do that again. That was fun. I'll look forward to it. All right, Brendan King, what's going on? We got more overtime games to talk about coming up. Let's see here. Nope, we are still at three, so it's uh, it stayed a little, you know, little normal tonight. I guess eight was crazy last night. I mean, that was nuts. But yeah, we've got three to talk about. One of those nights. All right. So, uh, not that I necessarily care, but what football games uh, will be going on tomorrow? Well, it's a big day because it's a chance for. Listen, I if you would have told me that the Detroit Lions in 2024 have a shot to go to the Super Bowl, you know, that is as crazy as a sentence as you're going to say over the last decade because Detroit Lions football was dead in the water for a long, 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 long time. But, you know, they've got to slay the dragon that is the San Francisco 49ers, plus the game is in Santa Clara. But you'll get the day started at 3 o'clock tomorrow, Coach, AFC title game, Chiefs-Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and then 6.30, Detroit in San Francisco. I mean, those are two uniforms you have not seen play each other a lot in the playoffs at, since I can't even think of this the last time. Detroit and the 49ers, two helmets that don't get together this time of year a lot. But uh, that should be a good one. I'll be spending my day starting at noon at the uh, Farmers Indiana Farmers Coliseum on the uh, Indiana State Fairgrounds campus, so to speak, with the Wright State IUPUI matchup. 12 o'clock start for that one. Mr. Rickstraw and I will be in action on ESPN Plus for that game, and that's a, a, a important game for, the right, for all the right reasons. Both teams are battling it out in league play, Horizon League play. Jags are struggling, uh, similar to what you heard with IU. They struggle behind the three-point arc, and that puts you in such a bind in, in many, many ways. And so that will be my day. So I'm not sure I'm going to get around to that football because at my age, you know, the turnaround from getting off the air at midnight and then – having to hit the road and battle all that to go up there and do that game to get back. I'm headed for a nap right after I get back. So unless they can uh, beam that in and while I'm sleeping, I'll be doing that. All right, Brendan King, scoreboard update coming up soon, soon, sooner than later. Uh, don't forget, Brendan needs your help with scores, pictures, videos, anything you want to send him on X at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. I don't give that enough. So there you go. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update, and we're going to have much more basketball here on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We'll give you a full look at the college basketball scoreboard coming up at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock. For now, back to high school hoops. Beginning with Merrillville taking down Lowell 66-50. to Mitchell by Perry Central over a deuce 54-52. It was Newcastle crushing Morristown 67-26. New Albany defeated Jasper 57-54. Gary, 21st century, knocks off South Bend Career Academy in big fashion, 93-33. Griffith over Whiting, 73-44. 
It was Huntington North beating DeKalb tonight, 56-44. to Around the Indianapolis area, Cathedral put up 91 on Don Bosco Prep, 91-73. Chittard over Muncie Central, 61-53. Indianapolis International squeezes past Anderson Prep, 66-60. Ritter over Greenwood Christian, 59-40. And Indianapolis Tinley knocked off Gary West, 69-51. It was Culver Academy beating Bowman Academy 57-42. Crown Point beat up South Bend, Washington 85-64. Cherubusco 54, Argos 44. It was Crystal House beating Irvington Prep 67-51. Chesterton topped Hanover Central 60-28. Center Grove over Avon 56-53. Brownstown Central a 50-burger on Corden Central, 84-34. It was Bethesda Christian over Short Ridge, 59-38. Andrean beat Marquette Catholic, 78-46. And Lapel over Oak Hill by a 20-piece, 48-28. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. High school basketball tonight. Brownsburg beats McConaughey in boys basketball. John Burris from McConaughey joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Uh, you played a really, really good team tonight, did you not? Yeah, uh, Brownsburg was tough. And, you know, I don't know how many times guys call in when they get beat, but uh, I thought they do. I'd call in because no, our kids. They do. It, yeah. It's all about kids. You know that with me, John. And uh, sometimes you win and sometimes you don't. Yeah, and we were up 36-28 at halftime. And uh, we had played really well. And Coach Lynch was, if he had a hair, he'd have probably pulled it out at that point. But, <laughs> um, he was scrambling a little bit down there. But, right. you know, they uh, – they did what you what you see some teams do. They just they kind of dug in and they they turned it up a notch. They just turned it up. Right. That's all you can right. say. And when they turned it up, um, they had a kid uh, score forty on us. Uh, he was really. Uh, they had some kids that just played better the second half. And we've got Josiah Ball. He's a junior. He's averaging thirty a game. He fouled out early in the in the fourth, but he had he had twenty eight. Lomax, well, you've been putting. Yeah. He right. was the kid with forty for Brownsburg. You guys had been playing. You've been playing well. I mean, you're ten and four right now. You'd been playing well until this ball game. What what has uh, brought you to this particular point? How well have you played? Well, we're uh, number one in offense in Indiana. We're averaging about seventy seven a game and. You know, our kids have, have just found a way to be connected on the floor and off the floor. And, you know, the sum is better than the parts. You know, they play right. well together and uh, they make us a, a complete team. And we've got to play some of these Brownsburg teams to kind of prepare for, you know, when you get late in the season, you've got sure. to have some, you got to be, you got to be through some battles. And that was one of those tonight, definitely. All right, who's, I'm looking at your schedule. Who's up next for you? Yeah, we're looking next week. We've got Western coming up, and I was in Southwood for 15 years, and we're going to be right. going back there. Uh, I haven't been back, so I'll be back there as a coach with this team, McConaughey Braves, and that'll be in two weeks. So 
we're playing this Saturday, you know, girls sectionals going on. We've got that at home with our girls and it's going to be a hectic week, but you know, we want to get behind the girls, but we also right. want to continue to improve and and this is a great time of year. You know, you this is what what we play for. Let's get get better down the stretch and get ready for a tournament run. Absolutely. John Burris from McConaughey. They lose tonight to Brownsburg. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on all you've done to this point. I wish you the best. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, good talking to you, Bob. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, Steve Kolb joins me from WAXL. Steve Kolb is the man, and he's like if there's a governor of southwestern Indiana – he is he is absolutely the governor. He has the South Spencer, excuse me, the Heritage Hills win over South Spencer, seventy to forty-seven. Governor, how's it going tonight? You want to talk about a job that I would never run for or apply <laughs> for? Or, that would be it right there, Bob. But I am doing well, thank you. I'm just a, telling you. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, the guy who lives in Santa Claus and and calls the show, he deserves some love, deserves some respect <laughs> well, around here, don't you think? I appreciate it. Yeah, sure. I'll go along with that. All right. Sure. Good win for Heritage Hills. Uh, they're pretty good, as we all know, but this is a good, solid win. Yeah, you know what, you know, hey, Steve? Yeah, Steve, hang on. I'm sorry to cut you off. I can't sure. tell time anymore. I need you to hang on through this break, okay? We'll come back and talk sure. more about it if that's all right with you. Steve Kolb and I will come Absolutely. back in just a few minutes. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Steve Kolb is back with us. All right, Steve, it's all yours. Heritage Hills, good solid win tonight. Yeah, you know, it's a county rivalry game on the road. Second time they've met this season. They met back in the PSC Holiday Classic, and Heritage Hills won that one. Just the, the 80th overall meeting for these two county rivals that have only been together in existence since uh, 1972. So that's a lot of basketball in just 53 years to play 80 times. Right. That's you know that happens with county rivals and Heritage Hills. Um, the better team this year, South Spencer's struggling a little bit. Patriots took care of business. And that guy, Trent Sisley, that a lot of people around the state seem to know and and uh, want to know where his plans are to go to school. And, and, by the way, I have no idea, and I'm not the guy to ask on that. But he had himself another fantastic night, led everybody with 29 points tonight, and uh, really a, a great job of showcasing not just his ability to score in a lot of different ways, contorting his body, Mm-hmm. finishing tough shots in the lane, but also his ability to pass, which I think is his his underrated thing. I've seen some guys talk this week on social media that he's being miscast as a, as a four at the next level, and he truly is not. He's a two or a three at the next level, and it's his ability to pass and handle the basketball. Right. His court vision is spectacular. Driving into the lane on post-ups, finding guys in the short corner and the opposite corner, his teammates know if they get themselves open, he will find them, and he'll deliver a, a pass right on the money to them. And he's uh, up at, near the team lead in assists as well as with being a double-figure scorer and rebounder every single night. And and tonight with 29 points, he moves into second place in the, the North Spencer County all-time scoring list, passing his mm-hmm. older brother Blake tonight to get into second place, move from fourth 
two second tonight past the great Roger Kaiser from Dale High School that played at Virginia or at the Georgia Tech years and years ago, and then passed his older brother Blake. That's Murray Becker from that great team in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yet out ahead of him, and then uh, has a chance, outside chance at getting Murray by the end of his junior campaign, and then senior campaign. Wow. If everything goes well, he can set his sights on the three. South Spencer guys that are ahead of him on the county all-time scoring record. and The all-time leader, that was a kind of a neat thing, Kent Ayer from South Spencer on that 1994 regional championship team from South Spencer on hand tonight as they celebrated the 30th anniversary of that regional championship. He's well up over 1,900 points, but um, a, a great senior season from Trent, and that is very much uh, within – the scope, but that's you know far down the list of the things Trent is worrying about right now. He's trying to get his team uh, going, and uh, they're they're still very much in the thick of the conference race, despite that loss to Pike Central two weeks ago. And they hold still their destiny in their hands for the PAC race, and then of course postseason for everybody coming up around the corner. But this was a good win for the Patriots tonight. Steve Cole from WAXL. Steve, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Great to talk to you, Bob. Thanks. Thank you. Coach Nate Hawkins will come back and join us and talk more about this game on Indiana Sports Talk.